I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens otherwise. <laughs> it's not around or between the, the queer stuff anymore. It's just otherwise. Yeah. Like cold weather. Yeah, we're, we're at that time of the year where we have to space the showers with enough time for the hot water to go through the pipe and not turn cold because of the cold pipe, you know. Yes. Yeah. It's cold. But that also means that we put Christmas decorations up. Yes. And I fixed your train. You did. <laughs> the train that we didn't use. I got you a train four or five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, at least. Because you wanted a model train and you wanted the Hogwarts Express. Yes. And I got it for you. You were like, oh, I'll never probably get around to buying this. And I was like, oh, but I will. (laughs) Good thing you did, too, because now they're really spendy. I bet. Yeah. So I got you the Hogwarts train Mm -hmm. four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. And about two years ago, you got it out and put it together and it did not go. No, none of us could make it go. Not even you. And we couldn't figure out why it would not go. So we just thought, okay, well, you know, it's battery operated. Sometimes they just stop and that's that and it wouldn't go. It would not go. So we used it as um, decoration still. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you went out and bought another train. Yes. Because you still wanted to have a train. And this one was pretty cool. It was blue. Yeah, I went to the used, uh, well, it's a hobby shop and they have new trains, but they have a lot of old ones too. Yep. And bought an older train that was blue because you like... Those decorations. I like blue Christmas, not because blue Christmas, but because I like the color blue. Yes. And like your cousin Vinny said, we probably have the Jewishest Christmas they've ever seen. Yeah. So we had two trains, one that went and one that didn't. And I decided I didn't want to mess with the blue train anymore. Electric train is a tricky thing. Like you have to screw the tracks down and if any of them are bent or it's a lot of, there's a lot of mucking around with it. Went to a lot of work and you bought plywood and made a frame that you could screw this down to and... I didn't buy plywood because it's expensive. I found the scraps. We have lots of scraps of wood. Okay. Yeah, but anyhow. Well, that's good that you didn't have to buy the plywood, but still, you went to a lot of trouble to make this work. Yes. So that it would go around the table on which we place our tree. But it still wasn't as fun as the first train because... The first train, it has plastic tracks because it's a battery train, Mm -hmm. but you snap them together, you put the train on it, you put the batteries in, and you turn it on, and there it goes. Yep. Until it didn't. But that was operator error. It wasn't super fancy, but it also was way easier to assemble and use. Yeah, and it just goes around like it doesn't get jacked up by some electricity not getting through the track correctly or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... um. I'm real happy the the train works again. Last year at the end of the season, the blue train still works. Mm -hmm. But we were getting tired of the assembly and disassembly and the whole rigmarole. And so you said, I don't know what I want to do with this train. I took a video of it before we disassembled it last year so that if we wanted to sell it this year, Mm -hmm. it would already be ready with a video to sell. Mm -hmm. This year you'd put together the Hogwarts train again. Yes, actually, number three child did as a decoration. Number three child did reassemble the Hogwarts train as the decoration. Yes. She did not intend it to actually work. She just put it all together and put out the the houses and everything. It was all of our understandings that the train didn't go anymore. 
The train did not go anymore. Nobody expected the train to go. Well, I decided I needed to get online and look up the train maker. See if we could figure out why it didn't go yeah. and find the replacement parts, take it apart, see what we could do. Which, with a, what I had read a few years ago when it did stop going was with battery trains, they don't fix them. But it seemed to me like you could possibly do something. Yes. And as I'm sending in the emails and stuff, I thought, I just need to try it one more time. And I went over there and put the batteries in, went up and got them and put them in, and the effing train went. And I was like, what the hell? It's been two years that this thing has not worked, and today it works. It worked. and But because we thought that it wasn't working when she set it up, she didn't <laughs> leave enough room for it to go around like the track was too close to the wall and all this other stuff so the train went but it couldn't go that way it went but it wouldn't go correct <laughs> so we pulled everything away from the wall and made more space and she set up the blanket of snow again and put all the tracks back together and put all the little houses there we put the train back on and it wouldn't go Go again. We thought it was broken again. We're like, what the heck? No, I was so sad. Oh, it doesn't work. You were very disappointed. Yes. And I felt bad for you because you were like all excited, and then it was just like, ah, man. Yeah, and you you went over to poke at the train and see if you could make it go. And a lot of times you can make things go. You just kind of scare them back into working. But I um, I have the technical aptitude to frighten machinery into cooperating. Yes. It will cooperate. Resistance is futile. <laughs> so um, it turns out that there's a very odd sequence of way you, you it's got, plug so it in and where the... I, I asked you, as I'm putting all of this together, like checking connections, like is there a loose cord if I jiggle the cord or if I jiggle the plug in the socket from the battery pack to the engine, you know, checking all of these things. And I'm like, is there a button or a switch somewhere? And you said, no, there's not. Because I had poked at everything on there thinking, this doesn't do anything. This doesn't do anything. Like I had tried places for buttons and I thought, okay. And when I had turned it on a few minutes before. You hadn't all hit I did, any buttons. You, all you did I was just, just plugged it in and it started making noise. And I went, whoa, does it go? It goes. No, it yeah. went, but it didn't go. Well, yeah, it wouldn't <laughs> go past the wall. <laughs> yes. Despite that but it's a Hogwarts train. It's, it's working. Yeah, because yeah. we don't have platform nine and three quarters. We just have regular old muggle walls. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm just sitting there futzing with everything and you say, no, I don't think there's a button or a switch. I didn't see anything. And I'm just futzing with it and futzing with it and checking connections and checking cords. And you get up and walk away because you're just frustrated with the whole thing. Mm hmm. And so I'm like assembling things and moving things around. And then I like grab it the wrong way and it comes on and I'm like, hey, I think I just grabbed a button. Hey, look, there's a button. <laughs> Secret button. That, which must have been what you did when you were assembling it. You held it over the button. Like the button is part of the just texture of yes, the train. Yes, but you have the... to plug it in and then push the button. Well, of course, but you the can accidentally... not going to work if you're not plugged in. Okay, but the thing is, when I unplugged it, I unplugged it and then somehow accidentally pushed the button and it wouldn't go back on. So It's not going to work when the battery power is not plugged in. Well, then how did it get turned off? I mean, I plugged it in and it went. I hadn't I didn't touch it after I plugged it in. You so must I didn't, have been holding it over the button is what I'm saying. To plug it in. Right. Yeah. Like you pushed the button unintentionally. 
I'm sure everybody else already understands what's happening. And yeah. So anyhow, the train works. The train works. (laughs) I made it go. Yeah. I fixed your train. (laughs) I found your button. Yeah. It's a good thing too. I like finding your button. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about that. (laughs) Not right now anyway. So yay, Christmas. And we put up Christmas after Friendsgiving. Mm -hmm. We got together with all the people who used to be in that Bible study that was coming to our house and then we were elsewhere. And it's sort of like everybody had other things and our life got busy. And so we hadn't been hanging out with them and they hadn't been hanging out with us, but we were invited to Friendsgiving. And so we went Mm -hmm. and it was totally awesome. Mm -hmm. And number zero even came out of girlfriend land to share it with us. Yeah, which is pretty amazing because we can't seem to pry them out of there for most of the the time. Although I did get them to come and help set up the... The lawn ornaments? Crazy lawn ornaments, yeah. While you had the flu. Well, I thought I had a cold and then it gave me a slight reprieve on Thanksgiving, which I thought was... You getting better, but no. Yes, but then I felt really terrible Friday, so... (sighs) Yeah. Humbug. Mm Mm-hmm. At least I felt good enough to go eat turkey. Yes, Mm -hmm. because I made some bomb-ass turkey. It was really good. I'm glad. Mm -hmm. I made turkey for all the people. I made all the turkey. Well, you bought turkey to make, and then Zero Child brought a turkey home from work, and there's just a lot of turkey. There was a lot of turkey. There's so much turkey that we're having fresh turkey every day all week. Yes. Freshly cooked again. I had bought enough pieces and parts to not have to roast a turkey proper. Right. Because A, that takes for freaking ever. Mm-hmm. And B, the cleanup is a bitch. It sure is. So, uh, no. I bought breast pieces, drumsticks, wing sections, turkey. Mm-hmm. And All was, the pieces but disassembled. Yes. Takes less time to cook that way. Yeah, less time to clean up. And then number zero says, oh, and by the way, my boss is getting us a turkey. <laughs> After I'd already bought all this stuff, I'm like, could they have told you sooner? No. 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 He- no. And, and number zero says, we're lucky we found out before like Thursday. <laughs> yeah. He's not thinking. And obviously no one's telling him you need to do that. And zero child brings a turkey home. And I say, so is it frozen or thawed or does it need the refrigerator or the cooler? And zero child's like, well, I think it's Dying. Zero Child has absolutely zero experience with this. Yes. And so I had to walk them through the process. That's when I said, well, I don't know, so you need to go ask Jess. (laughs) (laughs) Because I haven't done the turkeying. Yes, that is correct. I've managed not to have to do that. So I, I don't think I've ever had to do it. Walk them through the process of putting it in a cooler with water to thaw and so on putting a trash bag into the cooler so we don't have to clean it up like we did last year that took me for freaking ever to get to. Some people, I imagine, really like to cook the turkey because they like it their way. I'm sure. And then there's guys like me who want to go find the turkey that's already cooked at somebody else's house. You know. <laughs> yep. So that was cool. And then we're continuing on about work until the holidays. But your work got interesting the other day. My work did get interesting, and I had already developed a cold that was a flu that I wasn't admitting to, and part of my job is sometimes being taken by other government workers to see people at their houses, and then 
Sometimes I, I work with them longer, sometimes I don't. And so I'd done that with these workers maybe last Monday before I realized I was sick. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I was sick by Monday night. Mm-hmm. So uh, I still had to go back and take care of things that I, you know, had signed up for. And so I went back there Wednesday morning. I thought mornings are good because you might still feel more alive than you do by afternoon when you're sick. Fair. And I had to talk to this, this guy has like, there's eight kids at his house. They're not all his. But anyhow, he was in charge of what was going on that day. And uh, the kids all were home from school. So I'm talking to this guy about the topic at hand. And then eventually, you know, business is pretty much taken care of. But we're just talking in general uh, about this or that. It has to do with, uh, you know, Thanksgiving's coming, family members, kids, stuff like that. And he has this kid that lives in another state that's 19. And the kid is gay. And so a couple of years ago, the kid came out and said he was gay and said to his dad, like, I know you're going to hate me, but I'm gay. And the dad's like, why do I have to hate you? <laughs> you know? Well, and if the kid thinks that the dad's going to hate him, then that tells you something about the general worldview of the dad, that that is a worldview. The way that our world is now, it's like you buy into the left or you buy into the right whole hog. Like there is no picking and choosing, like I believe this liberal thing and this conservative thing. Yes. That's not a thing anymore. No. And what people do is they'll say you can pick and choose, but really none of them are doing that. So anyhow, um, because I'm not, tell you that. Right. So, um, but in any case, so I could understand that, you know, I thought, okay, he had some reason. And the dad's version of it was the kid grew up with his mom. Dad didn't have any access to him. Kid's very angry with dad for not having any part in his, you know, childhood. And um, so there's these issues. But anyhow, that's not the point of this. The point is that we got on these topics. And so somehow we got from the gay kid, which is not a big leap if, if you think about it now in retrospect, to him saying something about trans people. But I don't think he said trans people. He said something that was his description of trans people, which I thought, is he talking about trans people? And then it took me a minute to decide, yes, he is, because then he said, I don't care if people, oh, that's what it was, genetics. There's X and there's Y and then, you know, and there's, so there's male and there's female and that's the way it is. And I don't care if I'm hurting somebody's feelings. If they're a man, they're a man. And if they're a woman, they're a woman. And I'm not going to worry about I'm hurting somebody's feelings by calling some woman a man or, you know, whatever. And I'm just looking at him like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You you don't know who you're talking to, do you? And you can't... I can't say anything. No, because, I mean, that's not what you're there for. No. And to be a professional, you need to focus whatever services or assessments or intake triage things you're doing. I am, yeah. So not on you. I'm a government representative that cannot get off on that track with him. But I'm sure my mouth was hanging open and I'm just looking at him like, what? Where, where is this going and why? Like, you know, trying to figure out right. what, what's happening. And, and uh, Now, and, did you have any concerns for your safety in that moment? Um, I didn't feel it, but I was aware that that is the next thing. You do the safety math real quick. Now, uh-huh. that, I, now that I look back at it, I think, where is this going and why are we talking about this? 
Uh-huh. Are we talking about me? We don't seem to be talking about me. Well, that's amazing. Why are we talking about this? And he has no idea he's telling me. He has no idea who he's talking to. He's calling me, sir, but he's saying he's, he's not, not going to do one of that. these guys, sir. That's right. And I, more so the men, he's not going to call them ma'am, which is Which yeah, is it's very always, typical. It's always. It is. It's always about the trans women. It's yes. never, because, you know. Because it's always about women. Because the thing is, if we're going to persecute, we persecute the women, and that's the way it works. Well, it is. And the other thing is, it's always about the penises. Mm-hmm. That's true. And these are women who have or have had penises, and so that always becomes the focus. Mm-hmm. Which, tangent, I want to say it was Cameron Esposito, but I could have been wrong. Maybe one of the... One of the podcasts. Yes, one of the podcasts. It was yeah. on one of my podcasts that I listened to, was talking about... How, like, it's all about the penises for bisexual people, too. Like, men, if you're bi, people will say, oh, you're just gay because you have ever been attracted to a man, so you are oriented towards men. Mm -hmm. Whereas women, if you say you're bi, oh, you've slept with a man, so you must be straight because it's always about the penises. Right. I've slept with the man on a regular basis. Shrugging my shoulders at you and... And all of our penises are in the nightstand off on the side. Yes. <laughs> I'm still not straight. <laughs> right. But this is probably how the Freudian penis envy got started. The realization of the penis focus pretty much everywhere. It's fucking wild. I, I never understood that when I was younger. I thought, mm, I don't know. As a guy, I understand it now because the testosterone really changes your brain. And um, you you do think about things differently. So I can see how 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 we as men make this a problem. Okay. Because women are not making it a problem. We because know that. we haven't discussed this in probably well over a year, if not two, because we've had so many crazy things. Would you please give us some examples of the way that you think of things differently now that are clearly testosterone driven? It's my view on sex and the frequent thought process of sexual activities and desire and drive is very di- a different feeling. And so I can see how if you, in addition, have your penis, you know, perking up to match your the rest of what's going on in your head, that that would be very distracting. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand that before. Right. Because I had, you know, as a non-transitioned you had dealing the in the world hormones, as a, a lesbian, yeah. I, I was penis avoidant. Fair enough. By, by by far. I generally try to be penis avoidant too. Yes. Although for completely different reasons. Yes. Uh, so now that doesn't, it doesn't bother me, but I just feel like I have a different understanding of the way my brain works and how distracting that could be with your body part uh, doing some on-command performance. To yeah. match it and, and how you would get these ideas that that is pretty much the world. On command. Not even on command. On any sort of remote stimulus. Yeah. <laughs> that's un- true. Yeah. So. Huh. That's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what they don't understand is that all the people with the other hormones have no clue what's going on for them. They really don't. Or if they do, it's been presented to them as gatekeepers with modesty culture. Like they understand that men are horn dogs and it's women's job to protect themselves mm-hmm. and not assigning any personal responsibility to that aspect of masculinity. Yes. 
Which is a whole other... It's a whole... That's a whole another three podcasts right there. No, thank you. So... Uh, it's just wild. It is wild. And so... And so you were talking to this guy. I was talking to this guy. What, what he was blaming it on, random things like if they want to say they're a woman so that they can have cheaper car insurance. And I'm just looking at him like... What? 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 <laughs> and uh, here's a survey... Folks. All right, ladies. Ladies, email us. Did you get cheaper car insurance? <laughs> so I said to him. Holy fuck. And he's like this very nice dad, but you can tell like a lot of people I deal with. You You're know, dealing with them for a reason. I am. So um, I say to him, do they really get cheaper car insurance? Did your car insurance go up? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if my insurance was paying attention to that. Maybe they would have if I was younger. I don't know. You're an old guy. Yeah. So I said to him, well, do women really get cheaper car insurance? And uh, I said, because I always see women doing a lot of things in the car, like putting their makeup on. And one teenager that we were fostering, I'm sure she crashed her car because she was texting. And, you know, not that men aren't texting too, but you know, women are told to go right ahead and multitask. Really it's not a bad idea. Bad women drivers at him. I was Did just, you really? Yes, I thought if he's going to talk crazy shit, so am I. I'm just going to ask him. Like, if, if the only thing you understand is crazy shit, I'm just going to ask you. Are you sure they get cheaper car insurance? Yeah. Because, you know. Right. Why would they get cheaper car insurance? And he says, well, they don't take as many you know, direct risks. And I said, well, that might be true. Right. I don't know which risks are more. I think that there's plenty of them now that we have. Well, yeah, but. Smartphones. Um, anyhow. That's wild. He was sticking to his gender guns. And um, yes, women get cheaper car insurance because they're not racing their cars. And uh, I think my work wife would, would have something to say about that. <laughs> she totally Because <laughs> I drive like an old man. You do. And she drives like a race car driver. <laughs> well, she's had the training. She's been to Evox. She's been to speed school. Mm-hmm. And she's kept up the practice. <sighs> she's good at it. So she it's is. not a problem for we her. Know. Yeah. So obviously she should have cheaper car insurance because she is a trained driver. And most of the men, I just think they know what they're doing. So speaking of trained drivers, that reminds me, I need to send my defensive driving certificate because I work for a government agency. I have to take this class occasionally. Me too. Because sometimes I have to use state cars uh -huh. or cars that the state rented for me. And by occasionally, if you look in your policy manual, which you probably have, you take it X amount of years on schedule. And I need to send that certificate because because that will get us a discount. Mm -hmm. And so we should check if mine's in there, or if I need to send an updated one or what. Right. Because, you know, you can't be the only one getting a discount on car insurance. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. all about so the insurance. I didn't know that's what it was, the car insurance. You know? Yeah. I Forget guess that whole dysphoria thing. I must have decided that I needed more expensive car insurance. You know, it's totally about that. You wanted to contribute to the system. You're such a generous soul. I wish I could have asked him that. So <laughs> does that mean the men want more expensive car insurance? Or what are they? What, what's that story? That would be just too much thinking for somebody like that. I'm sorry. Well, I, I wanted him to think more and I wanted to say something. And but I was so busy w with my mouth hanging open going, what? 
Because that's fucking wild. Oh. What, what kind of conversation are we having here? Wow. That is nuts. You, I'm not the guy you think I am. I would love to talk you out of this nonsense that's going on in your head, but, but the chances of me talking to him again are slim. I mean, it could happen. Well, but, but you know, it, having enough time to get back on a topic like that well, without it seeming a little strange. Well, and not only that, but I think the other way that you could do it is say, I don't feel comfortable working with him because he's transphobic. No, and that's not a you, problem. Well... But then you make sure that whoever takes over for you tells him, no, George isn't back here because you expressed transphobia and he is trans and he did not feel safe. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It wouldn't matter. No, well, I mean, no, if I, I told my boss I didn't want to go, she wouldn't send me, but uh, it's not a problem. I know that and you know that, but it would be another way to knock him upside the head with it. I don't think so. No. I think then he'd think I was a wuss and I was obviously a woman because I wussed up. Okay. Oh, Damn. I see your point. Right? You're not thinking right here. No, it must uh, be the goddamn estrogen. Yes. And the lower car insurance has me so spoiled I don't have to think about it. That's right. <laughs> Whereas I'm thinking of a more direct approach of, you know, let me talk you man. around in circles enough that you are like, wait a second, what am I saying? Yeah. Anyhow. I love that you call talking in circles the direct approach. <laughs> well, yeah. You're, you're going at it, but, but you know. Can like you tell he's a therapist, folks? Yeah. I'm going to directly confuse you. <laughs> I love you so much. So there. I'm going to talk about the subject directly, but then I'm going to take you with your crazy thoughts around enough times that then you're thinking, okay, what was making sense out of that? How was he making sense? It wasn't what? making sense. And that's why you're good at your job because that, you know how to go around well, in circles in the right way I to really get wish I to could, fix the way they're thinking. I want him to think. And I can't. I can't now because that that was my initiation into... Oh, we're having this conversation. Next time it happens, uh -huh. I'll know. And I'll be like, oh, we're having this conversation. <laughs> this is about the car insurance, isn't it? Okay, let's, let's talk about that. Uh -huh. Yeah. Next time I'll be more prepared. Right? Yeah, I'll be ready to. That's hilarious. You know, Meanwhile, I. Do something besides sit there. All going, the things that had been in my last classroom that said, like, my name is Mix Teacher. Yes. And my pronouns are they and them. I put these things up in my office and we'll see if anyone notices. I'd like him to explain what that does to your car insurance. Oh. Yeah. Hold up. So what kind of insurance does a princess man get? <laughs> right? Well, is it a racing princess man or is it like he's putting on his makeup princess man? It depends on how late I leave in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> There's more to find out. <laughs> and to back up for friends who, again, you know, this is something that we've talked about before. That is the term that you came up with for my gender, and it totally fits. And actually, I think it was number two child who originally came up with it for my gender. Said, you're a, you're a this man, and you're a that man, and Mama Jess is a princess man. Maybe. That, that was a long time ago, and I don't remember things. Stupid sepsis killing off brain cells. Yeah, it did. But now we're all on memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> Yours got washed out some while ago. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't seem too sad about it because I don't remember what I forgot, so. <laughs> no. So I guess that's it then. I think that's it. We 
We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Cheaper car insurance, and I'm just looking at him like, what? 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 <laughs> and uh, and when he got done with that sentence, I said to him, Okay, I'm I, going to email Faith DeBrook from the Gender Rebels now and be like, Okay, is this why you did it? Yeah, ask Faith, did you get cheaper car insurance? <laughs> <laughs>